Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth, and in today's video, I'm going to be talking about I'm jealous over my partner's opposite sex friends. So, in this video, I'm going to be talking about jealousy over your partner's platonic friends. So, I have an email here from a woman who's having a really difficult time accepting that her boyfriend has two very close female friends. So, uh, I've done numerous Skype coachings with her since this initial email. So I'm going to go off the email a little bit because I know her story uh, much better since then. This was her initial email and I thought that it could help you guys that are struggling with dealing and accepting that your partner may have same or opposite sex friends. So, let me get into the email from Michelle who says, Hi Craig, I'm writing you because I have a really bad problem. I have a very anxious attachment style. I have experienced some pretty severe abuse growing up. I know that it has a serious effect on me on a daily basis. Thanks to your videos, I feel I realize I feel disconnected easily and then I have emotional meltdowns. One thing that you guys may have heard me say is when there's drama, look for trauma. She's had trauma. What do you think you can expect? A uh, really difficult time regulating emotions, uh, soothing their anxiety, stuff like that. It's a really good video that I did, by the way. You should check that one out. That was the longest one I've done to date. It was a really in-depth, difficult email. So let me continue with this one. She says, I started dating a guy uh, several months ago, and he has been great. However, he has two long-term female friends. He briefly hooked up with one of them for several months, several years ago. He didn't tell me at first, so I kind of felt like he was hiding it. Since then, she has tried to be my friend and include me in things. We have done things as a group and included both her kids and my kids. But I can't help that my anxiety over her causes me to have meltdowns. Alright, so she has had a very difficult life. She's had her needs neglected for many, many years. Her mom has alcohol issues. She's experienced extreme sexual abuse in her very early childhood. So, this poor girl has been through a lot. And so, she's having a really difficult time soothing herself and calming her anxiety because she sees this other woman as a threat. Now, the question is, is that other woman a realistic threat or is it just based on her irrational thoughts? Because you want to take a look at it objectively and see is that woman coming on to her boyfriend are they having any kind of flirting messages or anything like that and if so then that's going to trigger her anxiety what I've seen from the situation is that they have tried to be fairly upfront about things and 
he has made it very clear what his intentions are with her. Even though they've only been dating for like four months or so, they're already talking about marriage. Now, to me, they're jumping into things way too quickly. Because, you know, as a clinician and a therapist, I know that a lot of that is them projecting their unmet needs on each other, and so they're no, they don't really know each other that well. They need to take their time. They're already living together, and they've been living together for like a month or so, maybe more. So that tells me that she has some serious attachment traumas going on. She's desperate to get her needs met. She's projecting onto this guy that he's going to meet them. And now she's terrified that she's going to lose this guy to somebody else. The woman already has five kids. He is telling her he wants to start a family. Realistically, is a woman with five kids going to want more children? In this case, no. The woman has told him she doesn't want more kids. So he wants kids. So she is realistically going to be able to give him kids because she wouldn't mind more kids too. She's open to it. The other woman, who he dated years ago, does not want more kids. So, when I look at it realistically, why would he leave the current girl who could potentially give him what he wants for someone that he dated years ago who he knows will not be able to give him what he wants in the long run? Doesn't add up, right? Um, Rick, rationally, you can look at it and say, oh, it wouldn't make sense for him to leave his current girlfriend to go with a girl that he could have been with for years. What you need to remember is that when you are dating somebody and you start dating somebody new, they're going to have people in their lives from their past. And you have to be accepting of that. They're going to have both men and women in their life. You have to accept it. It can be a real challenge for some people because you might see them as a threat, but the more you try and control them, the more you're going to push them away. Some people are jealous of their partner spending time with their platonic friends or the level of intimacy they have had. Could be even sharing conversations. Some people are jealous of that. That's insecurity. Uh... So, what do I think is going on in her situation? She's insecure. She has attachment trauma wounds and atta or attachment wounds and trauma, and she has a real difficult time trusting other people. She's very hyper vigilant that her partner is going to abandon her. So any tiny, small, little thing, she is always looking through the lens of they're going to leave me. So. He could talk to the girl or text the girl. It triggers, he's going to leave me. She's got to be able to manage that, which she's not able to do. The other thing that I want you guys to be aware of is that, in, in this case, and maybe in your own, is that she's having... This is more about uh, what happened from her caregivers than what's happening from him. This is how, I'm a little bit tongue twisted. Sometimes when I'm trying to explain the unconscious, it can get a little tricky. Um, what's going on with this girl is 
she is being triggered by what happened to her in her childhood and how she was wounded, emotionally neglected, abandoned in her childhood. And so she's projecting that onto this guy. Because when I look at his behavior, they have been making a real, honest, sincere, and upfront effort with this girl, Michelle, to tell her everything, explain everything, and include her in everything. In fact, the girls have been going out of their way to try and spend time with her one-on-one -on -one to build a friendship to say, listen, we're happy that you are with him. We want you to be with him. We're not interested in him romantically. We think you're great for him. We want to be there for you. We want to support you. So, they're saying and doing all the right things as far as I can tell. I'm concerned for her, Michelle, because she's constantly afraid that she's going to lose him to this other girl. So remember, what we fear, we attract. She's going to unconsciously push his, her, her boyfriend to these other women by constantly saying things like, Oh, well, you just want to be with her anyway. Because she does do things like that when she loses emotional self-control. Well, why don't you just be with her? You just want to be with her anyway. Saying things like that is only going to push them to them. You have to focus on what you want. You want to keep reminding yourself that you want a great relationship with your man. Keep reminding yourself of that. If you can tell your brain, I want a great relationship, your brain is going to focusing, focus on creating a great relationship. You can't control anyone. If they want to be with that person, they're going to be. You have to love your partner in a way that they feel free. When you can do that, your relationships are going to thrive because you're accepting them and giving them love and you don't make them feel trapped because one of the two things that people struggle with is being abandoned and feeling engulfed or trapped. So, if you love them in a way that they feel free, they are not going to feel engulfed. They're not going to feel trapped. Which is, I think, one of the biggest reasons guys get broken up with is because they're anxious and they're needy, they're insecure, and so they're constantly saying and doing things to try and control them and, and keep them close and connected, but ultimately that just pushes them away further. So, if you have a partner that does have platonic friends of the opposite sex. They need to be transparent and honest with you about that relationship. If they say or do anything like flirting with that person, yeah, it's going to cause you to lose trust. It's going to make them feel disconnected and wonder. I always thought it was crazy on Jerry Springer when you would see a couple come out there and find out that, let's say, the man was cheating on the woman, instead of the woman getting mad at him and saying, how could you do this to me? We're in a relationship. She blames the third party who has no obligation to them in many cases. I mean, unless it was like a close friend that betrayed them. But 
you should ultimately hold your partner accountable, not a third party that wasn't in a relationship or in a commitment. Always was very bizarre to me. So, here's a major thing that you really need to think about. Be with a partner if you don't trust them. Why aren't you trusting them? Is it because something's going on with you? Or is it because they're doing something and you can feel it in your gut? I've been in a situation where something in my gut told me was something was up and I was right. You may have been there too. If you feel like you're in that situation, I think it's better to confront the person. I've learned from experience, first-hand experience, and through, you know, doing the coaching that if you let somebody get by with doing something, it's going to get worse. You need to confront them and stand up for yourself. So, if Michelle saw her man flirt with one of these two friends, she should say, listen, you and I are in a committed relationship and it makes me feel uncomfortable that you're flirting. And it makes me wonder if you're interested in them romantically because you're flirting. Be upfront with them and tell them what you don't like. That way they have the chance to change it and say, okay, you're right, I wouldn't like that if, I, if you did that with a guy. I would feel uncomfortable if you did that with someone else. And they could change that. Ultimately, if you want to have the most attractive attitude about the situation, you should always just kind of be like, listen, and you're not going to say this, but this is kind of what you should be projecting outwards. Like, if you want to be with them, or you want to be with someone else, that's fine. Go be with them. You're not begging. You're not pleading. You're not anxious. You're not insecure. It's a place of, listen, I know who I am. I know what my value is. I'm secure. I'm confident. And if you want to be with somebody else, then and you think they're going to make you happier, then be with them. You know, you don't want to outwardly say that. You just kind of want to be confident is what I'm trying to help you guys see, that you are a catch. And if they want to leave you for somebody else, no amount of begging or pleading or trying to control them is going to keep them with you. It's ultimately going to cause you to push them away because you're doing things out of fear and anxiety. So, if you like this video and you found it helpful, put a like on there. Leave your comments below. Remember to subscribe to the channel. I post my videos Monday through Friday. And when you want to get my help personally, go to my website, AskCraig.net, and sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I'm Craig Kenneth, and I will talk with you soon.